just me, I'm back. Look, I'm going to do this very brief back to school for um, college students. We got the, um, in particular, obviously the incoming freshmen, they are arriving on campuses now. And I remember when I arrived on campus X amount of years ago, um, it was so exciting because it was the first time that I was away from home. And, you know, I was really in awe of how big the campus was and all the different people from all over the world. And I was, um, you know, just, just really taking it all in. And, and, but my focus of course was still on what I needed to be there for. And that is to get my education. That is to do the best that I can do academically speaking. Um, the social aspect of it, it wasn't at the first and foremost, although I did participate because, you know, um, getting to know different people and experiencing different cultures and going to different events. It was, it was definitely a part of what I did my freshman year, but I always cautious, you know, caution freshmen about doing too much too soon. You know, first you want to get all your classes together, make sure they are, you know, nowadays you can get classes, um, you know, you get them online pretty quickly, you sign up for them, you know, during the time that I was in undergrad, you know, um, you did sign up for classes ahead of time, but sometimes they weren't available. Then you had to go and meet up at, depending on where the meetup spot was at the school that you attended. Um, we had the armory and you had to go there and try to find other classes within your major and all this other stuff. It was more of a, of a, of a, of a process, if you will, than it is today. So that's a good thing. Um, I would also say getting to know your roommates now i know some people get to know them throughout you know the summer like they've been able to correspond with them sometimes you've you you have selected your roommate based on who you went to high school with so you pretty much know them or if you don't know this person you you know you try to figure figure them out you know get to know their likes and dislikes and set some boundaries because that's important setting boundaries when you are living together extremely important you don't know someone until you live with them. I, I don't care how much corresponding you do, uh, if you live in the same city, how much time you spend together, maybe hanging out. It's not until you are staying together that you really, really, really learn about that individual. And this is why boundaries need to be met with the roommate or roommates, depending on how many you have. You need to make sure that they have an understanding of uh, company coming to the room, how you feel about that, late night company. And although it's college, you might think, okay, well, it's college. So at one o'clock in the morning, I should be able to have company. Not everybody's on that same page. So you're going to have to come to some agreements about how you're going to do that, especially if it's company of the opposite sex. You know, if you're dating, um, you want to make sure that you have a system of, if you're going to have overnight guests, if you're able to in your dorm um, have overnight guests and all of that, these things do happen. You want to have some type of um, arrangement made. So, for example, if you are dating someone and that person is coming down to visit for the weekend, let's say uh, uh, they don't attend the same school, they you know they're, they're someplace else, but they're going to come and visit you this weekend, right? And your roommate, you know, you need to let your roommate know, hey, I'm going to, you know, so-and-so is going to come down this weekend. Um, we would like to have some privacy time. Now, that may not be a, a, that may not happen in, you know, you may not be able to do that in that room because 
depending on the roommate, they may not have any place else to go. They may not can go and stay with another person in the dorm or someone else on campus. So if they don't have other options to spend the night someplace else, then you're going to have to make arrangements um, where you're going to stay with your significant other that's supposed to be spending the whole weekend there. Possibly they're going to have to get a hotel room and you can stay at the hotel. But don't put your roommate in a situation that they don't have options to um, that they don't have options for. So I, I've seen huge situations where this has happened and, you know, someone would invite their significant other for the weekend and the roommate, first of all, didn't even know they were coming in. Secondly, they didn't have any other place to go. So it wasn't as if they could give them the privacy that they wanted. And it caused it caused some problems because they didn't have any they had to they were in the room with them. And, and so there was nothing else they could do. And it's like, OK. So you're going to have to talk that through about overnight guests and how that arrangement is going to be made. So if the roommate doesn't have or roommates do not have any other place to go and you're planning on having overnight guests, especially if the overnight guests are of the opposite sex. Well, I shouldn't even say that. If the guests are people that it is a person that you are intimate with, I'll say that. So I'm not going to say the opposite sex, someone that you're intimate with and you want to have a long time with them, but your roommate doesn't have any place else to go. You're going to have to make other arrangements because that's not going to work. You're not going to get the alone time that you so desire. So it's a big, big deal. Talk that through, figure that out. Okay. And um, another thing to also figure out is about, you know, um, uh, I know with, with the, with ladies, you know, sometimes toiletries, you know, things of that nature. Um, my roommate, I had two roommates actually, uh, my first two years there and in college. And we were cool with our, you know, we all had individual things that we liked in terms of toiletries, but we also shared. So as ladies, there are things that, you know, hey, if you run out of something, feel free, you know, where to go, look on my desk or in my closet and, you know, to get whatever it is that you need. We have that understanding. I didn't have an issue with that. You didn't have to come and find me or ask me for permission. It was granted at the very beginning before we, you know, right at the, those, that was established from the very beginning. That's something else that you need to um, establish whether or not you can use or borrow or whatever the case may be um, other per your roommates items, you know, don't assume because it's your roommate that you can go over there and use their deodorant. You know, that is not something you should assume, <laughs> you know, don't assume that you can just take their toothpaste. Don't assume you can just take some of their mouthwash. Don't assume these things. That's not something you should assume because it can cause problems, it can cause fights. I've seen that happen, don't do that. So again, these are things that you want to think about and establish and uh, um, talk about these things and put ground rules in place. Um, company, as far as just guest over, you know, not necessarily overnight guests, but you having people in the room, you want to, now sometimes, it, you know, somebody, let's say you after class, you got a couple of friends coming over, you had three o'clock class, so a little after four, you got a couple of friends, they, they're, you know, they're coming by and you possibly have come from a class and you're a little tired, but you come to the room and there's a couple of the people in there and they're all hanging out, things of that nature. And you're a little tired. Sometimes that's something that it, it does happen. 
Um, and I've seen situ I've been in situations where I've come in and I was tired. I'm like, okay, I've had a long day of classes and I just want to come in and relax, but it was hard to do because you got other people in the room. Taking a nap was not going to happen. Um, that's something that you could talk about. You know, um, nowadays you can, you know, send a text message, be like, hey, look, is it okay if I bring, you know, we just want to hang out for like an hour, you know, after class, you know, is that cool with you? So you have methods of communicating far greater than what I did because we didn't have that that level of communication. Um, we didn't have text messaging at the time when I was an undergrad, you know, um, were cell phones out? Yes, they were, but it wasn't as commonly used um, with college students, you know, so, you know, so that was different. So that was a different time. So nowadays you do have the means of communicating a lot quicker and easier with cell phones and you can send a message over to your roommate be like, Hey, look, is it okay? If they say no, then no, go to that other person's room then, you know, but again, boundaries, overnight guests, talk about that, establish how that's going to work out. Um, Pop-up visitors might not can establish boundaries that, but you can try at least to give a heads up by at least alerting your roommate. I got a couple people over here at the room. Okay. So that is something you can do. Borrowing um, or taking items from your roommate to utilize because you don't ran out of something. That's something you need to establish. If it's okay from the very beginning, um, you don't mind it. Hopefully they don't take advantage of it. You know, but... That's something that you're going to have to monitor and be careful about. We didn't have that issue. We, um, in the room, when, when I was a freshman, we didn't have that issue with taking other people's things and it was going to be just too much, you know, or they do it too often. For the most part, we used our own stuff, but every so often someone else would be like, yeah, you know, can I use your, you know, a uh, 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 hairspray or something like that. So whatever. So, you know, just be conscious of that and, and talk about that. What else we want to do? Okay, so those are basically your roommate things. Get to know your um, RA, you know, um, and they probably will have a meeting with everybody just to establish ground rules for the entire dorm and how everything works. So that's something that you will get you you will do your during your probably your first couple of days um, in the dorm after you move in. So other things to think about: um, social events, clubs, things of that nature, organizations, and all of that. Um, good ideas to look at and evaluate and, and possibly get involved in, um, slowly but surely, you know, again, you want that GPA to be pristine. You want it to be the best it can possibly be. Staying out late, thinking that you can get up and go to class the next morning. That, <laughs> that don't always work. That don't also don't, don't make that a habit. Don't think that, oh, on Sunday night, my first class is nine to 10 o'clock so I can go hang out and drink, even though we know freshmen are not 21 year olds, but it does happen. Don't think going out, hanging out, partying and drinking on Sunday night and I can just bounce up on Sunday, uh, Monday morning to be ready for class, that doesn't work. Trust me, that does not work. In terms of the partying, you don't have to be at every party. You do not have to attend every single party. I don't care who the group is, whether it's fraternities or sororities or your uh, friends in general having a party. You don't have to be at all of the events. You just don't. You can go. I usually, I went to, there was usually one main party at the beginning of the year. 
around this time of year before classes start. There was usually one big party. There was a main party I would attend. Yes, I would go to that party. After that, I spaced them out on what I was attending. I need to attend everything. I didn't have to be seen at every single party. There are those who feel like they need to discover themselves because they weren't that popular in high school. So this is their chance to do a remake of themselves, the glow up. You know, I'm going to try to be who I wasn't in high school, but I really wanted to be trying to be most popular. You don't need to do all that because I, I guarantee you that it doesn't work out as favorably as you think. You know, um, just keep that in mind. I'll just I'll leave it at that. Just keep that in mind. You don't have to go to all the parties. It works better for guys than it does for girls. I'll I'll put it like that. You know, guys that there are guys that, you know, they can manage to be at all, you know, on the scene at all the different events and they're viewed one way versus women are viewed differently. So that's I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, another thing, Greek letter organizations. Now I'll probably do another podcast in regards to, you know, um a little bit more about it, but what I will say is this. Um, all the Greek letter organizations, um, and I'm talking about black Greek letter organizations, they, you know, um, you want, if you, if you come to school with an interest in joining an organization, it's definitely nice to get to know who those members are, of course. It's all, all, it's all, it's also okay to go to their events. It, it shows them that you have interest. But make sure that you are wanting to join for really admirable reasons, you know, um, just because they're the most popular, perhaps on campus or they win the most step shows or whatever doesn't isn't the reason only. So you want to keep that in mind. Understand who they are as an organization. They all have websites. Check out from the national all the way through to the local chapter website. And I'm going to reiterate grades again. If you are planning to go through and, and try to join an organization, the first thing for consideration is going to be your GPA. That's number one. If your GPA doesn't even meet the minimum requirements, you can forget it. You're not going to be recommended. You're not going to go any further than that. So you need, that's why I keep reiterating grades. Grades are very important. Number one, you're trying to graduate. Number two, to be considered. And that's at the minimum. OK, you want to do more than the minimum. All right. So whatever that GPA is on campus, you want to do much more better than that, you know, because oftentimes the competition is pretty great. And, you know, you got a lot of folks that have that minimum requirement GPA. So you want to make sure you in the above average GPA and therefore you have a better chance of being looked favorably upon and move on, you know, in the process. Okay. But if your first semester, make sure that GPA is solid. You want above average, solid, doing the best you can and balancing your school life with your social life. All right. You don't want to lose track and lose sight of that. Uh, those are the main things I wanted to talk about uh, for your incoming 
freshman, you know, um, classes are important, attending classes, getting the assistance that you need. If you're in classes where you, let's say you have writing issues, they should have writing clinics, tutors, all of that should be available to you. Check that out, find out from student services or student affairs, and they will guide you in the right direction of where to get assistance for any of your classes that you're having trouble with. Um, social life, absolutely fine to have a social life, but again, you don't have to be at all the parties all the time. Grades, absolutely important. Make sure that you're doing the very best you can and go above and beyond. Roommate situation, set those boundaries, talk it out, establish a good rapport as much as possible. Communicate clearly, not just effectively, but clearly, specifically talk about overnight situation, company in the room, using other people's items, permissions, and all those things. You you want to get that well, well established. Oh, and I forgot to mention about cleanliness in the room as well, because that can be a problem. You can have someone who is very neat, makes their bed, puts their clothes away, and you got the other one who isn't used to doing that, or they just don't want to, and they're a little sloppy. That's something you need, to, and, oh, and they'll leave their pizza boxes on the floor, and yeah, you don't, you know, you, you want to talk about the cleanliness factor. It's just a good idea to pick up after yourself. It's a good idea to keep your clothes clean. <laughs> it's a good idea to make sure that you're wiping down your rooms. You know, um, you don't want any bugs to get in there. And, 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 and with all the things going on with COVID, you want to keep things as clean as possible. All right. So let's let's just keep it. Let's keep it real on that. I forgot to mention that earlier. So cleanliness is definitely something that you want to practice. If you, if you used to mom and dad making your bed at home and, and, and clean up behind you and throwing out uh, food and all that, you will need to do a little bit better on your own when you're with a roommate, especially. So that's it. Talk to you guys later. Peace.